Hello and welcome to Sharp HR Career Corner with Karen Sharp Price. This podcast will inform and inspire you in your quest to find the right career path. If you're just starting out, looking to make a change in your field or transitioning into a new career, then this podcast is for you. We'll be sharing tips and providing resources on topics such as writing resumes, interviewing, using LinkedIn, and networking. We will take a look at different careers, companies, and opportunities. You will hear success stories from professionals in all career paths, and so much more. You will leave this podcast with three key takeaways that you can easily put into practice. Enjoy! Welcome to Sharp HR Career Corner. I'm Karen Sharp Price. Thank you for listening to our podcast. We really, truly appreciate it. Sharp HR Career Corner has been changing the conversations over the last few episodes to focus more on different opportunities within our area. We want to pull back the curtain, so to speak, and learn more about inside organizations. Today, we've invited Jennifer from Resurgence Brewery. Thank you so much, Jennifer, for coming on and talking about Resurgence. Of course. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so why don't we start, why don't you introduce yourself and tell us what do you do at Resurgence Brewery? Sure, I'm Jennifer Hasse and I am the HR advisor at Resurgence. Um, They are a smaller enterprise, so they don't really need necessarily a full-time human resources professional dedicated um, full-time to the business. So it's more in a part-time and ad hoc capacity. Okay, that sounds like fun. So for those people that don't you know, I don't know if anybody in Buffalo doesn't know, but if there's somebody listening who doesn't know what Resurgence Brewery is, can you tell us like where you're located, how many employees, what types of positions do you have there? Sure. So Resurgence was founded back in 2014, and we had um, a location. Our original OG location was on Niagara Street on the west side, okay. and they last year opened up, well, actually in 2019, because 2020 is kind of a wash at this point. <laughs> uh, in 2019, they opened up a larger location um, at Chicago Street, which is in the old First Ward area. So if you're near the arena, um, it's right near Chicago South Park area there. Okay. It's in a historic building called the Cooperage Building. And um, it was all rehabbed and redone, and um, we have a very large space in that building. The Niagara Street location has since ceased operations, but we still have our Chicago Street location. Um, so we have about 60 employees now. Wow. Um, yeah, uh, it, depending on various departments, facets of the operation. So we have the brewery itself, obviously. Everybody that makes the beer produces it, cans it packages it, ships it out, um, handles all over all materials. So that is strictly like a manufacturing operation. Then we have um, the rest of the tap room and kitchen. So the tap room is all of your service staff, such as hosts, servers, um, bartenders, bussers, um, all those folks that are forward customer facing roles. And the kitchen chef, sous chef, kitchen manager, cooks. And then we have event staff. So um, we have a very large event space and the event staff um, are all kind of, you know, banquet servers, bartenders, uh, we have an event coordinator and event manager. Wow. So do you do weddings there? We do. Do you? We had one last night. Oh, wow. See, now that would be a fun time. (laughs) Yeah, it's become a very popular destination for weddings. We have a very large space upstairs um, and a lot of different events too. just a lot of businesses come and do like a happy hour. Um, the 
BNHRA or like organizations like that, they'll host, you know, member mingles there. Companies can hold like conferences, lunches. There's a whole conference room with, you know, full setup, audio, visual, TV. If you really wanted to do like a working lunch or something. Yeah, that's cool. There's there's guys that do fantasy football drafts up there. <laughs> uh, all all sorts of things. Anything an event space could hold. I guess so. So so what do you do um, at Resurgence? So my so when we started and when I when we opened, obviously they were a startup, so they didn't have anything like you know it, I was everything as far as selecting a payroll provider, creating an employee handbook, and, and you know creating HR policies procedures. We had to recruit everybody. We had to interview everybody. You know, we had to hire all those staff to start everything. We had to develop training plans. Any regulation that changes or, you know, happens um, to be administered or created, um, we had to handle. You know, the PFL, New York State. You know, paid family leave when that came out, or paid sick leave, and so so that's my responsibility to stay up to date on all of that stuff. I manage the payroll, recruitment efforts, um, training for managers. Uh, you know, when it comes to employee relations, if there's disciplines or sexual harassment training annually or <laughs> yeah. all, all the HR things. <laughs> yeah, A to Z, that, that sounds like a lot. I mean, for 60, that's a lot of people, you know, so that's. Yeah, good. I mean, it, you know, it doesn't, um, it's small enough for me to do it on a part time basis. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I, I'm really acting in that advisor capacity. The managers are obviously do a lot as well with regards to interviewing and hiring and they're there day to day. So, yeah. So speaking of interviewing. So if I was a candidate and I was being interviewed over there and I asked you some of these questions, like how would you answer them? So what is the best part of working at Resurgence? What would you say? Oh, so I'm in an interview. Okay. So <laughs> we're, we're flipping um, okay. the table. <laughs> well, I would say, you know, the best part about it is it's the, the leadership culture and their passion for what they do and their openness to innovation. So the craft beer industry, it's it's like an art form, you know, brewing beer. It it's wild. And they want to be innovative. They want to push the envelope, maybe create different brews or seltzers that um, the market wants, but might also be a little funky. And then they try new things and maybe it's great. Maybe it's not, you know, and they just have a really strong passion for what they do. The owner, Jeff Ware, he um, you know, wanted to do this for many, many years. He came from a craft brewer in sales, so a very large one, and, um, you know, was working with them nationally. And he just, you know, he always wanted to own his own brewery. And at the time when Resurgence was um, established, we only had, I think, I think we were the third. We were the third of the fourth oh, wow. in Buffalo. And now we have over 40 oh, <laughs> in Western New York. Yeah. So, and that's only from 2014 to now. So it, it really blew up, obviously, in the area, which is great for the, for the community because yeah. not only is that bringing business and jobs, but you know, it, it's, it's giving customers options. Right, right. So what is the culture like there? So we have a culture, it's called FU Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's a brewery, so we push the envelope a little bit. We're very relaxed. Um, and, you know, the, the leadership wants everyone, whether you're a staff member or whether you're a patron, you know, coming in and saying, you know, 
you know, wow, this is awesome. Like a few, this is awesome. Like that's like (laughs) the kind of reaction that they want out of people. And we're really, really determined to bring that forward every day in our service. Wow. So it's not like Moe's when you come in and they say... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no they do that we want your reaction to be like oh my gosh this place is amazing you know whether you swear or not i guess it's up to you but um yeah we want we want people to really really find um that it's a welcoming place that they can come and chill out especially during the summertime we have a lot of stuff outdoors we really want to cater to what people are looking for. Yeah, that's great. So where do you yeah. see things going like in the next five years? You just said in a very short period of time, there's now f- over 40 and, and still growing. So where do you see the company going in the next five years? Well, I mean, you know, right now we are pretty much uh, on the cusp here of recovering completely from the the pandemic, right? So um, between having to close, we were doing takeout sales, our, you know, our beer sales for to-go beer and stuff like that. I mean, that skyrocketed because nobody could come in and have it and hang out. So we're really to the point where in events, I mean, we couldn't have events. We're to the point where that stuff's now, you know, getting back to normal, you know, that type of volume. So, you know, you know, I think that from a standpoint of, you know, with regards to where the company is now, where they'll be in five years is, um, you know, continuously progressing to be the standard, to be the standard in the industry, um, not just here in Western New York. Mm. We did recently about three months ago, start distribution to New York City. So we were really like centralized here around Western New York, pretty much like to Rochester, Syracuse, um, just like in our little radius, but now we are into New York City. So we want to expand into other other markets and other regions, but we also have to have the capacity to do it. So we want to make sure that we have our brewery functioning at full capacity, pumping out all the beer that all the equipment is meant to pump out. Um, And then maybe, maybe it will result in other you know, breweries, other facilities in other areas, other states. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's exciting, though. It's exciting to know that you got through COVID. Now everything is before COVID or after COVID when you try to remember I know. Something. <laughs> oh my goodness, it's so wild. It really is. Is there any openings currently or are you? Yeah, I mean, well, hot off the press for your listeners. Oh yeah. I just found this out about an hour before the podcast. We're <laughs> actually in the process right now of um, adding a position for general manager. We are looking for general manager, someone that does have um, hospitality experience, doesn't necessarily have to be in breweries. You know, restaurant experience is preferable. Okay. That that's um, a highly coveted position, and um, you know, from a hospitality standpoint, I mean, it, we we are in the same boat as many other people in the industry. So, continuously needing um, servers and support staff, the taproom staff, you know, host hostesses, bussers, th- those types of positions are continuously needed, okay. and it's based on volume. It's based on you know. We have to see how, you know, things go. So right. typically right now, I mean, this is our busiest part of the year is really right now leading up into the holidays. Usually it tends to slow down right after the holidays, but then it picks right back up once the weather starts to get warmer. So yeah. um, we don't see too much of a lull. Okay. So yes, need those staff. And then on the brewery side, we could use some folks to help with like um, canning and packaging. Oh. So, you know, um, 
they basically canners. They they can the beer. Wow. <laughs> they can and package the beer. You know, when the beer is ready, it has to be you know put in the cans. It can't just sit there. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we we need folks like that on the brewery side. So people that are interested more either in um, you know hospitality or even in like the manufacturing brewing side, then those are two pretty distinct distinct sides of the business. Do you need to have a lot of experience when you're on the brewery side of it for canning and all of that? Do, you know, how do nope, you that's considered there? an entry level. Okay. Yeah, good question. So that's considered an entry level position where we can train you um, on, on the job. Okay. Um, from the standpoint of becoming a brewer or an assistant brewer, then, you know, you do have to have some experience with that. Now, it's really interesting because the in the colleges and universities, there is a two-year program. There um, is a program that just kind of started around here too. So it's not super common yet. It's becoming common because breweries are popping up everywhere. So the schools are now getting smart to say, whoa, this should probably be a program we offer here because people want to do this and people need the brewers with the experience. So so typically, yes, if you have that, usually it's, it's, you know, degree or, you know, enough experience in lieu of degree. If okay. you've been brewing for, you know, many, many years at another brewery, there probably wasn't a program out there when you started doing this. So right. that doesn't you have to have one. But when you start getting into those higher levels, yeah, you need to have brewing experience. Okay. Do you ever accept guests, you know, beers from, from people or do you? Oh, yeah. Do you? A lot of collaborations. There's a lot of collaborations that we do where... You know, we'll bring in another brewery or brewer and or or we'll go there and then we collab on a beer and then it's, you know, packaged as this, you know, collaboration. And we had one with um, Old First Ward Brewing Company or something like that. It's oh. like, OK, we like collabed on this beer. The industry is super collaborative. Everyone seems very invested on helping everybody succeed, huh. which is amazing because, yeah, they're businesses and they're competing in a way, but there's just so much that people can do. And if you want to specialize in certain kinds of beers, if you want to run the gamut of all kinds of brews, if you want to have a tap room and offer food or not, or do events or not, you know, you, depending on your business model, uh-huh. I think that there's a lot of flexibility there for different people and different businesses. Wow. So what would you say would makes a really great candidate for you when you're looking at, at different people that are applying for different jobs? Is there sort of a, a template that you're kind of using for candidates? What, what would you say stands it's out? really tough. It's you need to be friendly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, I would I'd go, come to work, you know, <laughs> that goes on saying, I mean, you got to have a good work ethic, but I think you need to have that wherever you go. But, you know, we want people that are into having fun and that are helpful to our customers that you don't have to like, you don't have to like beer. I mean, you don't have to, drink it. You don't have to be of age to drink it. I mean, <laughs> the work here, you know, but you'll learn a lot for sure because all of our staff go through a brewery tour to learn really the basics of how to make a beer. We've had staff contests where we'll split up into teams to create a beer oh, and then cool. we'll put it um, on like a, a temp menu to see like, okay, who what who won? What did the customers like the most? Um, we've done that. So, you know, you don't have to know all the ins and outs of, you know, beer and all the ingredients, but, you know, we want people that are friendly and helpful and, you know, have that hospitality spirit. 
Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I always ask my guests as they're as the end of the uh, podcast comes, what three pieces as of advice would you give a candidate that's applying to resurgence? So is there anything out there that you really could, you know, kind of target for somebody who's thinking, hey, maybe, you know, I want to apply? What kind of advice would you give them? Well, I mean, some of the advice I would give is, you know, we we are a restaurant, so we have flexible hours, but evenings and weekends are going to be a must. Mm. So, you know, if that's something that you're available to do, fabulous. If not, probably not going to be for you. (laughs) (laughs) Do your research. I always tell everybody this, no matter what job you're applying for, you know, again, like I said, you don't have to be a beer drinker or even like beer to go, but I would, it's, it's an establishment that I would probably check out either doing your research online or even better coming in and just checking out the place, you know, um, you can, you can grab a beer if you want, you can grab food if you want, or just kind of check out the space. But I think that that goes a long way. Yeah. People that have been there and can experience it and say, Oh yeah, I've been there. I want to know if you can see yourself working here. I mean, I know sometimes people think a restaurant is a restaurant is a restaurant, but I, I would probably, if I was going to go work at a restaurant, which I've done in my life, I'd want to go somewhere I like to be, you know, sure. so if you like to be there and you like to hang out there, well, then you're going to make it an environment where the customers are going to want to be. Right. So, um, yeah, those, those are definitely pieces of advice that I would give people. And because you have so much going on with, you know, the brewery, then the restaurant <laughs> side, then the event side, like there's a lot happening. So you can get a piece of all of those things by just stopping by and, and having a beer. And maybe if you thought you never liked beer, maybe you might choose one and it might change you for the rest of your beer. life. <laughs> oh, a full bar and, you know, we have seltzers and we have wine and we have um, slushies in the summertime. Ooh. And Oh my gosh, all sorts of stuff. You know, we really want to cater to, you know, everybody's palate, if you will. Yeah. But, and then we have like the traditional seasonal stuff. We're the ones that made sponge candy stout and Loganberry wit. So oh. people that come to Buffalo have no idea what we're talking about. We're like, well, if you've never had sponge candy, let me go in the back and get you some because you need to try this. <laughs> um, or Loganberry, people are like, what is that? Those were the first staple beers um, that we made. And obviously they're Buffalo centric. Right, right. Well, I mean, it sounds like it's a really cool place to be and and hang out. And if you've never if you've never heard of Resurgence, which I think that if you're from Buffalo, you have. But um, if you've never stopped in, stop in, check it out. Um, have a beer or a slushy. Uh, slushies are becoming very popular <laughs> nowadays. I was down in Virginia, um, and we went into a brewery, and they had a couple slushies on tap. So, yeah, see, <laughs> it's, it's, it's refreshing. It's, yeah, it really is. Doesn't matter how cold it is out. <laughs> so, well, thank you so much, Jennifer, for being on today. I really appreciate it. I loved hearing thank about you. resurgence, and and it sounds like it's a great place to work. Um, cool culture, and um, so thank you so much. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Thank you, everyone, for listening to Sharp HR Career Corner. If you're having a hard time trying to figure out what you want to do in a career and you need to talk with somebody, please contact Sharp Human Resources. We'd love to help you out. Go to sharphumanresources-buffalo.com for more information. If you enjoy listening to our podcast, I encourage you to download the podcast, leave a comment, and share with others you know. We recently reached, uh, achieved over 1,000 downloads, so we're very excited about that. Thank you. The more, done, yeah, the, the more downloads and comments and likes our podcast receives, the better our ratings and the easier we can be found. So thank you in advance. Until next time, be kind, everyone. We need to show a lot more kindness in the world, and it starts with you and I. 
Thanks again for listening and have a great day and happy Halloween. Thank <laughs> you.